Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Big reason we always went on Tuesdays is Tuesdays with Neil. Mr. Kulani. Well, I only, only wish I could be Lonnie Walker. What a what a moment, yeah. what a game. You all love that, yeah. right? This, this is the thing. We don't talk about the NBA at all, but the thing you have to love about it, come May, there are always stories like this. There's always somebody. It doesn't have to be the, the, the primary guy on whatever team, but there's somebody that's going to make a, 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 a string of plays, whether it's one game or in a series, that series, and it just makes for, for compelling drama throughout. I, I, I love the NBA playoffs. Oh, and that's that's the problem the regular season has, Neil. The playoffs are so good, and the regular season is above a flat line in a lot of ways. Yeah, I, honestly, I I don't know how you do this, and I've tried. Believe me, I, I waste a lot of time thinking about stuff like this. But if you could make – this goes for the NHL as well, but if you could make a regular yeah. season have the, the series feel, you know, do it somehow or other, however you determine, uh, you know, division champions and, and playoff seating and everything. If you could do it in such a way that they see each other straight for a week, you know, multiple games in that span, it, it brings out so many more things because you, the, the matchups that you have to play become much more apparent. And with that, you, you see what each team is made of in comparison to another team. And then it becomes much more competitive, in my opinion. It, it, it probably no different than you hear all the time, you know, and I've mentioned this around Golden State, but teammates get in fights and practice and stuff like that. Sure. It, the, the level of competition goes up. You know, familiarity breeds contempt. I, I think the, the heat and the, the drama that comes with that nightly competition against the same people and not just kind of looks, you know, fly around and go up against everybody all the time. That mentality, I, I don't think anyway, is really the way the game of basketball is meant to be played. I think there is far more strategy to it that doesn't become apparent because of the regular season format that they have. If they did things right. in series, um, like baseball does, um, you know, you could make the argument kind of for the NFL just in the fact that they play their division as often as they do, relatively speaking. If you could do that in the NBA, I think you'd get a lot more, uh, you know, a lot more impact from your regular season. People would follow it more closely. It's interesting. The NFL has the ability to dominate any cycle, any time it wants. We already know who everybody's playing. It's just the order with which with which they play. Thus, the schedule release. If it was not your job, would you watch it? Uh, no, no. I'd, I'd wait to see the schedule. I'm not, it is yeah, me job. too. I'm not going to watch it. I mean, it, it's nothing to watch. I mean, the, the schedule comes out, and I, it, you know, it makes sense. It, it's they have the, the means, the motive, and the opportunity to do it. Why wouldn't they? Yep. You know, I, I get sure. that. Um, there are people who will watch it because. They're going to be watching something else otherwise, or they have three screens in front of them, you know, a playoff hockey game, playoff basketball game, and a scheduled release show. Uh, there, there's some drama to it, but, yeah, at the end of the day, 
um, I, I can speak with some authority on this. Fans care about how many primetime games they have and when they're playing their rivals, right. and maybe to an extent how many uh, consecutive road games they have. These are kind of you know benchmarks that betting odds tend to increase or decrease for their team. So they're, they're looking for that. And from there, it's what we jokingly refer to as, I don't see another loss season. Everyone's going to be somewhere between 12 and 4 and 10 and 6. It's going to be a huge year for that team. Somebody is going to say they think they could go undefeated if they stay healthy. You you hear it all, and things tend to kind of, you know, finish not generally too far from where they were previously. Things are pretty static in the NFL, and the, the league does. I don't even know if it's the league doing a great job. I think it just really leads people down the path they want to go. You know, I, I think people just kind of miss the excitement. Um, if, if they're not big into the NHL or the NBA, this is a great opportunity to get, you know, some some of that nervous energy out before training camp starts. You know, before anything else goes down, you're you're still kind of pumped up after the draft. They'll make the bold prediction. My team's going to be 13 and four. Now, I guess we have to put this into 17 games. I'm still getting used to that. It, right. it's, it's an opportunity to, to view your team versus your opponents in the freshest way that they haven't been able to do. We've known who they're going to play. It's just a matter of when and how many of these games are on prime time. That that's really what people are looking for. And you're allowed a max of six prime times a year with a seventh possibility being flexed the Cardinals will get one we'll leave it at that uh, and and then it's just common sense but to me one of the keys that I look at when I do look at the scheduling you're now allowed up to two Thursday games or I shouldn't say that you're now allowed up to two short week games because I'm taking into account the Black Friday game that's going to come up this year yeah, when you have that, um, the, the joke I thought of immediately when you mentioned the Cardinals was that they shouldn't even have that. But, um, no. yeah, they, they have to expand that even more now. So it's national exposure is not going to be a problem. Uh, the, the schedule increase, they're going to keep digging after more and more. And the, the, in my opinion anyway, the battleground is in the, the, the mid-November through the end of the year when college football yeah. is not – uh, top to bottom playing regularly because that's always been sort of the, the the agreement. The NFL doesn't want to go after Saturdays, but when they have the opportunity to play on Saturday, you could argue in a way that that is a short week game. So or at the very least, you know you're losing a day, and th- there are situations that come up um, and, and with the numbers involved. I, I've got to look at the process of how the schedule is put together. I, I can't handle it. I don't know how they do that, but there are situations where it's unavoidable. You might have to play on a, on a Monday night and then come back and play Saturday the next week. That's a right. real short week. You know, they might not classify it as such because you're not going to play on a Thursday or now a Friday, but it is much shorter uh, than, than what you would normally have. And every team has to go through that. Um, it, it's a question of where your bye week is, where you played the week before, and where that, uh, um, that Thursday game is going to be. Uh, and now you litter in the other layer of other days coming up, and the schedule is going to be completely out of whack. I mean, it, it's it's just kind of we we've seen this coming. There's not going to be consistency. They're going to continue to push as much as they can. 
um, with college football playoff expanding, they're going to dip deeper into to you know I don't know if you want to call them you know back to back or night and day uh, matchups for people, but there, there's a lot to be said about their ability to schedule their product around or kind of in sync with the college product, and I think. Um, that makes some sense in a lot of ways. You've already got the active audience that's there. People kind of get a choice. You have a party that can bleed from one game to the other if that's what you want to do. It, it makes sense, but at the same time, it's like I'm telling you, just from my perspective, you uh, you get worn out. <laughs> it's, hey, nobody's nobody's you know going to listen to me crying about my job, but those those Saturday Sunday you know all day football binge fests. Um, they makes you kind of hope that you know maybe they they slow this down a little bit, but uh, not going to happen anytime soon. They're uh, they're fully expanding, and it, it's I think it's good for the game in a way. I think the players are not going to like it as much, but I would just push that argument into expanding rosters and um, you know yeah, not to call them scrimmages, but we'll get to a point where we're going to start talking about load management. Um, we're going to start ta- we're going to start seeing star players um, missing games for one reason or another just to prepare for other games that are coming up. And the NFL really doesn't like to talk about that kind of stuff. But I don't know how else you're going to do that with uh, with the ability, with their desire to um, continue to expand their schedule and put the games closer and closer together. There's no way you're going to be able to avoid it. Well, it's interesting because the 2024 uh, college football playoff opening weekend would have one Friday night game and three on Saturday, uh, third week of, third weekend of December. There are NFL games that are supposed to be scheduled that day. Does the NFL have to keep the college game in mind, or do they just take the attitude of "so what? We've already got it. We're just going to take it." That's kind of what I mean. It, it gets to a point where that that hallowed ground is going to get more and more narrow. There's just not going to be as much time. And I'm not sure, in my opinion, I, I, I'd like to hear uh, league officials from both the NCAA and the NFL comment on this. I don't know if it really affects them that much. I, I don't think right. there are people that are going to say ardently, I refuse to watch one, I will only watch the other. There, there's going to be preferences for sure, but I think, generally speaking, it, it's reasonable that you're drawing kind of from the same market. You know, right. not exactly the same. Uh, me, for example, I probably wouldn't watch a, a whole lot of early uh, college playoff games. But if it's on up next to an NFL game, yeah, I'd probably tune into it. Uh, it's not a huge deal. I, I, I don't think that that's a huge uh, difference for me. Um, you wouldn't want to put them on at the same time. But I think, it. you know, if you've got a college game on Friday – three on Saturday, I don't think the NFL would want to put a game there, but maybe you put one on Friday, you know, to go along with everything else. Maybe, mm-hmm. you know, the, the Sunday is obviously your day anyway. If there's two college games on, maybe you could put an NFL game between them or something like that. I'm, I'm sure they're discussing it. I'm sure they're working something out, but I, I don't think it would be as contentious uh, of a situation. You know, I, I don't know if they would really mind all that much because um, there comes a point, there's only 24 hours in a day, and you can only play these games in, what, a 15-ish hour window. Right. They're going right. to bump up against each other at some point. And I, I think that's just inevitable. Both of them want to expand. I, I'm in favor of, of those things, generally speaking. Um, this is just going to be kind of some of the fleas that come with that dog. You're, you're going to have to um, 
you know, come in direct contact with one another. But I don't think it's as big a deal as it used to be. There are so many college games. They play on so many different days of the week. People are used to it. Um, they, they don't compete in a, a realistic sense unless they're going head-to-head on two different networks, and that's really where the problem would come in. But I, I, it, it's avoidable. I think they could work their way around that. Yeah, I agree with you. I think they can work away because I think it's good for both games, and it's good for the NFL because, let's face it, college does a great job of cultivating stars before they get into the league. Bryce Young is already a known entity before he even takes a snap. Yeah, you put it this way, too. The cross-promotion dream. You have Alabama on it at, at 1 p.m. Eastern, yeah. uh, followed by Carolina at Houston or something like that. You know, right. it's it just for this is a, obviously a very simple scenario, but Alabama versus Ohio State at 1, and then uh, Carolina versus Houston at, at 4.30. That, that's, there's a natural tie between those things. You get some symmetry in there. You can... Uh, one network probably isn't going to promote the other, but there's, you know, I, I think people would like that connection. It kind of draws them uh, closer together. We all know the, the depth of the connection between the two. That's been unavoidable for, for a century. They're not ever going to get past that, and they shouldn't, but right. it, it's it's marketable. You know, there's something to be said. Um, for me, I, I always like every year you'll you'll hear it somebody lost a bet you know one guy's alma mater beat the other guy's alma mater he shows up right. at, at the the media scrum wearing the jersey that kind of thing it's always good to see and generally speaking the pro players are uh unless they're being paid after their their pro careers are over the the, the pro players overall the large majority of them are deathly loyal to their colleges and not so much the pro teams, but the, the college. Right, sure. exactly. Yes. You never let yep. go of that. And you, you'd like to see that sort of passion. That's kind of fun. So it's, uh, you know, it, it'd be fun after a big win. Yeah, I got to go, guys. I got to I gotta see, you know, Penn State's playing. I got I to gotta go check this out. I want to be able to catch the second half. That kind of thing. It, 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 it humanizes a lot of things. I think it's fun. It makes for good content. Does uh, sequencing of games mean anything to you? Like, Who's back to back? How far apart teams are? Does that mean anything to? It, it's funny you say that. I was just having a conversation with somebody about this. Um, it, it does logically. The X factor, at least in the team that that I watch the most, um, as Mike Tomlin would say, we do not care, and that's really kind of the way it goes for his teams in the second half of seasons. It doesn't matter if it's the most unrealistic schedule. You get three road games in a row, that sort of thing. Uh, they're playing their best football down the stretch, so it's like he defies those odds. But typically speaking, within a 17-game schedule, with a lot of control variables in place, divisions are very geographically aligned, and that's the, the teams you're playing the most often. If, if you have a run of one thing, you're going to have that same run at some point on the other side. Yeah. Of it. So if you have right. three road games at one point, you're probably going to have, uh, you know, three or four at home, that sort of thing. It'll balance itself out eventually. You're, you'll have equal opportunities for those things. Um, that said, I think uh, there's a competitive disadvantage if you're playing. Uh, a, a short week game following a team that's playing on a bye or if you've got the, the this is the, the betters delight the team that played uh, Monday night 
before their or the team that played Sunday, then a bye, then a Monday night game. You have that much time in between. Things can happen with that. Those are fluky, though, more than anything. And if you look at the logistics of what goes into scheduling, because it's not like the NFL stadium, the only thing they ever do is, is these games. There's all kinds of stuff right. that every stadium oh, yeah. is running. To have to coordinate all of that with every other stadium in the league, it, it's a Herculean task. And I, it's one that, like I said earlier, it, it, it drives me nuts just looking at it. I don't know how they do that. Um, they do a, a good job of balancing it. And usually the right. question that comes up the most with the Steelers is why the Steelers have played their their week one game on the road for the last 30 years or whatever it is now. Yeah. Um, to me, at, at this point now, it's, it's clear and obvious the Steelers are more or less steering that because the flip side yes, of it is they're asking they tend for to it. Play their, yeah, they, they, and they tend to play their the last game of their season at home. <laughs> I think it's right. kind of a, exactly. a trade-off they sort of like. you know. And if you think about it, that makes sense. If, if you want to play road game. Week one makes the most sense for you because you aren't traveling from anywhere else the week before. So it's a guaranteed situation that one of your home games does not follow another, one of your road games does not follow another road game. So you eliminate that right away and again, you, you kick it down the line. More than likely, your your now week 18 game is going to be at home. And that, that tends to be uh, what has happened for them. I don't have it in front of me, but I'm pretty sure most of those uh, years in which they they start off on the road, they their last game has been at home. So um, there, there's a strategic advantage to that, but it, obviously it's something to do. They, and they won't speak on this publicly, but it's something to do with the Pirates, how they, you know Major League Baseball is scheduling their uh, setup, and at, at the same time too, you remember when was that? Back in after the Ravens won the Super Bowl, they had to start their season on the road because the Orioles. Yeah. Uh, and Ravens right. share parking space, and the Orioles and Major League Baseball wouldn't move their day game uh, I remember it, it, away from the uh, it, typically the home opener is, is going to the, the Super Bowl champion. Um, they weren't able to do that. I think the Steelers are more or less looking at that and saying, "Look, you know what? Let's just you know make this work." Because I mean, come on, Pirates probably aren't going to be in a playoff race most most September anyway. But let's not even enter. Uh, the, the, the situation, if this happens to come up, we know that this will be the situation. Um, it, there's, a lot of, there's a lot that comes into it. I really think it's just kind of a give-and-take thing. Um, it's odd when you have three road games in a row. It's extremely beneficial to have three home games in a row. I know that. You might remember Ben Roethlisberger's um, mm-hmm. what he threw, like 21 touchdown passes in three games or whatever it was. Right. And those were on three consecutive home games. You know, you get more comfortable when you're staying in the same place all the time. You're not going anywhere. Um, teams don't tend to get that big of an advantage, but sometimes it comes up. That That's sort of the thing I look for, and that does make a difference, but those are not common at all. And everybody generally faces roughly the same travel constraints. Um, as everybody else, you know, sometimes the East plays the West, and that that's just you know kind of the the, the cross you have to bear that year. And we'll we'll see the the miles traveled for everybody. Uh, those graphics tend to mm-hmm. pop up around now. It's always kind of fun to see. And every I think it's like four, five, or six years, the Steelers will have the most. It depends on when uh, their AFC slash NFC West road games line up with uh, certain places that they'll have to travel the the, the farthest, but. That that's life in the NFL, you know. It's not going to be completely fair, but it's as balanced as it's going to be. Always a pleasure, my friend. Appreciate you. Definitely. Thanks for having me.